0: And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guest. He's a rock and roller and merchant of death, tree death, that is. It's Todd Cooper. Tone Zone is back on the tone throne after touring around and hitting things quickly to make drunk people move and yell. I'm her husband Daniel and Hop on board the Love Bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen.
1: Allison.
2: Hello my little treacle tarts. Welcome to another exciting episode of Alice and Rosen is your new best friend. That particular carbohydrate, which does exist, and it is a British dessert that has a crust and then it has like the it's like a pie tart thing and the filling is made with some kind of syrup and breadcrumbs and it looks delicious was sent in on patreon patreon by kathleen Brickfield. and yes i am on patreon all sorts of fun stuff there there's bonus episodes of my patreon podcast called the friend zone and more go for an annual subscription you get two months free that's a good deal patreon.com slash alice rosen i would like to say hello to my guest todd cooper hello welcome back hi
3: Thanks for having me back. I was waiting for the applause. <laughs> I didn't want to talk over <laughs>
2: And there it was. Oh, this is great. Yeah. Wonderful to have you back. It's so good Happy to be back. Happy New Year. Daniel, hi. Oh,
0: hi. How's
2: it going?
0: But you did a head fake there. You I looked did. at Tony and then you came my direction. You know why
2: my head on this show, yeah. or maybe always, goes clockwise? Okay. It just does. My intros really? go clockwise. And so I, I, and I also have the same confusion when we are ending the show.
4: Oh, it's tough.
2: Yeah, so I had, yeah. to, I had to say, no self, right. go left. left. I went right left. And yeah. it was like, whiplash. Right, are you okay? Wait a minute, <laughs> is whiplash forward back like you would in a car or can it be right left?
0: I mean, isn't it, it just anything where you jerking o'clock. your neck,
3: maybe? I don't know if there's a... I feel like it can go every which every, way. Okay. Sure, yeah. All right. I, I think that's just straight neck damage is worse. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, yeah. Our, our gonna youngest is going to give me whiplash. He has this thing now where if I'm holding him, he'll grab my head. Oh, God. And he's strong. And he will, like, jerk my head up and then side and side. <laughs> he just thinks that's so fun. And it
3: won't be so fun They just he murders really... his father. Yeah. <laughs> they want to feel that you they can hurt you yeah it's like sam's favorite thing is to hurt me a little bit yeah and and i'm like ow and it makes her laugh so hard if i say it's an abusive relationship it's not good i
0: feel we need yeah support
2: elliot's favorite thing to do and finally because i it was like zero to like seeing red rage and i realized i that i have to hold in and i realized like i feel this every time this hat, like every morning, I need to just speak up. Uh, what it is is I'll have my hair. D- a lot of, uh, people with long hair who have little kids will just either cut it off or put it back all the time. And I don't do that, but I'll have my hair forward, like helping him button his shirt or something. And then he'll take my hair and he'll put it in front of my eyes. <laughs> and he, oh. to him, it's really fun. It's just like a, toy yeah he doesn't realize that he's taking away my one of my crucial senses
3: oh it, it's it's <laughs> one of the five yeah i I just was talking to Sarah like last night as like we were falling asleep I was like is this a thing that every parent feels which is rage please tell me hating your children <laughs> there's say. like a we all know that it's going to end and we all know that they're going to age yeah. and we're going to go oh I would give anything yeah. to be back in that spot right mm-hmm. The problem is that you're 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 drinking out of a tsunami you're like <laughs> oh, it's yeah. just like you're like I just need like uh, I'd love some water and it's just like have all of it and then it's gone yeah. Yes and so you're like there's no it, you there are a lot of the day where I'm just like, I'm. we finished doing something. She's like, let's do this now. And I'm like, I can't, I can't do another. I just did a thing. Yes, I'm not doing another thing. Oh, yeah. yes. Give me a break. Things are my least favorite thing to do. <laughs> I don't like to do things anymore. It's just yeah. like exhausting all the time. And it at the same time, I'm like, I know,
1: yeah. Like,
3: sixty yeah. year old me is like, why did you just not get on the floor and do it again and like play more?
2: Literally talking about this last night because mm-hmm. putting them to bed is is beginning to take forever.
0: It's such a nightmare.
2: <laughs> and Elliot gets like very energetic before he goes to sleep lately and wants to ask like a thousand questions. Mm. And I and so now the way we do bedtime is they both sleep in the same room and I lay next to Owen and Daniel was next to Elliot and ideally it they fall asleep fast, but that now it's like a two hour process. Oh, and man. I was saying to Daniel, Whew. I know we're gonna look back and like miss this slumber party vibe, but I, I hate it right I, now. It's
0: like you can't wait for it to be over and yeah. then you know that you don't want it to be over. It's the craziest thing. I. So, so,
2: so wait, hang on though. I gotta say hi to Tony. Tony. Hi. Welcome hey. back.
4: <laughs> Thank you. I, no. Hi, Tony. Yeah. Allison? <laughs> That's right. Okay. Yeah. Thank you.
2: I know it's been so long. Well, it feels longer than it's been. It's been like. Yeah, it's been month. about a
4: month. Yeah. Pre Christmas. Uh, so. so,
2: it's been longer than a month though. It's been like six weeks.
4: No, it's not been that. When was when? It feels like it. I think we recorded the week before Christmas. I don't know. Whatever the last, yeah, it was the last time we recorded before Christmas, Christmas. was last. Year, oh, wait though. a minute. <laughs> Christmas was
2: not a month ago. I almost, was, yeah,
3: almost I was thinking a month ago. it was
2: like February. Yeah. Doesn't it feel like forever right ago? Christmas.
3: It really. Yeah. is. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I mean. It's so it's
2: been about, about a, a month. month or even less than that. Yeah.
3: So wow. thanks for correcting me.
2: <laughs> um. Well, you're welcome. Well, I missed you. I missed that feeling like has gone either. away. But I think yeah, No, but I did. Welcome back. Good Thank to see you. you. We'll it's have to be hear back. all about. And your teeth look really white. What's going on?
4: That's, I have no idea. Really? I think that's the first time anyone's ever said that to me. You
2: didn't do some whitening on the tour bus? <laughs> you didn't slap on a couple of crest white strips?
3: <laughs> Slipped
4: and fell on a few crest
3: white strips, yeah. <laughs> they just have like an intense blue light when you sleep like this? Yes. Yeah. Your teeth out?
2: Um, well, I look forward to hearing about the tour. All right, all right, Daniel.
4: Well,
0: so the, Apple has this new, these new goggles coming mm-hmm, out, mm-hmm. The, the Vision Pro. No, I think everyone
2: who's male knows about that.
0: <laughs> and, <laughs> I literally saw the commercial earlier today. That's the okay. only reason okay. well, it's sold out, so <laughs> you can't buy it, I guess. But um, I've been reading these reviews that have been coming in, and uh, one of the features that seems to be like really amazing and powerful, and people are like talking about, is just. Like photos and videos you take with your, I I think only the Max phone, like the Pro Max, will do this. But you can take photos or videos and then look at them on this, and you're like inside the image. Like you can be like it's a 3D scene. And I was, I was thinking, you know, there ain't no way I'm buying these goggles anytime soon because it's just the price tag and everything. How much are they? It's like over three thousand dollars. Jesus. Um, but I was like. You know by the time I'm gonna buy one of those, it's gonna be years. it's gonna be several iterations down the road and th- these two terrorists I live with'll <laughs> be older. I'm wondering if I shouldn't buy like an one of those v r cameras and just start taking videos now. With the idea that in the future I can look back and relive those. Because, oh, wow. yes, you, the tsunami, like, I can't appreciate any of it now. But if I were to, like, have something where I could, like, just take a little sip of it, you know, that might be something valuable in the future.
2: And so. as Daniel, because for you guys this was fresh. But this is the second time I've heard this.
0: Speech. Everything is, like, <laughs> second or third time you've heard it.
2: <laughs> and I, at the beginning of it, I said, wow, that would be, like, great for grief. And Daniel's like, mm, yeah, but also,
0: yeah. But I stand by
2: my original no, point. I did not say. Yeah, you were like,
0: I did not deny eh, it.
2: Okay, but you're well, like, you were like, uh, you're interrupting me. And that this is the vibe. You're interrupting me, and that's not the direction I was going with. You this. weren't getting what and I was saying. And then you discuss something that really is grief, just by a different name. Well, I was huh. thinking
0: like, we can't. I, I wasn't thinking like it in terms of like let's capture all the people that might be dying in our lives. I was thinking. It's like and deal with grief. It's just more like we let's record our kids now while they're still young and cute.
2: Right, but you, but but I, the feeling okay, of wanting right. to go back and relive is akin to grief. But anyway, it just feels being good the, to
0: disagree with you. Like no, wet- <laughs> you're wrong. You're wrong. It's like a scratch on my back. Like
2: oh yeah, get that spot. Oh. Being the wet blanket that I am, <laughs> uh-huh. I had some questions which we, none of us have the answer to. Which is, which are, mm. but how do we know that? Video taken now is going to be compatible well, with several iterations. That, I don't know anything about it. A, B, it's <laughs> it's also possible that they'll be able to like retro actively do something with videos now to make mm. them compatible. Right?
0: No, probably not really very well because I mean, unless there's some like AI that allows you to do it. But like mm. the thing about the VR is that it'll have the offset lenses, what so does you'll that mean? get the. Well, like it's like 3D, so oh. so I you'll get the two. Means, you know what sense. I mean? Like your eyes are, like how your eyes are like this, and you have one that's depth. But the the Pro uh, Max
3: can take this video now, yeah.
0: Yeah, and I think it uses the two lenses. I'm I mean, not sure.
3: I as soon as you were talking about that, I I'd also, by the way, I've been watching all these videos and. Had the same thought, huh. and but then just forgot it until you just said it again. I I want to claim that I also had this thought. Well, but you if just, if don't I, you think if, it might know. be worth the price tag for the camera? Even that's,
0: though I'm, it's, it's like
3: that's what, the thought you had. Yeah, I mean specifically, like yeah, I should start filming. I have like I don't know if I have the right phone or not, but like i feel like if i have it i just need to film everything just in get it. them now just get it
0: in for the future you're Even, storing up for then.
3: i'm guaranteed in five years the cameras will be ten times better and the footage i'm taking now is garbage yes. but to have that immersive version of yeah. it is going to be worth something yeah i i mean i've been do you guys know uh i i feel like i've brought this up before do you know ray kurtzweil do you know raymond kurtzweil oh i've heard the name the, why
2: the, am i picturing a big clock
3: Yes, <laughs> yes. He is,
0: he's, of his. he's a clock. He's a clock. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually just a clock. He
3: named it. He visits it every now and then. Uh, he also, do you know Kurzweil keyboards? Have you seen Kurtzweil? It sounds familiar. They're, Wait, like, does he
2: have anything to do with a clock?
3: I don't think so. I think
2: there must be a watch that's like Wurzweil or something.
3: Mm. Well, uh, uh, I know what you're talking about. There's like Wurlitzer keyboards, and I feel like there's also a similar clock name. I know okay. what you're talking about. Thank
2: you. Yeah, I'm with All you. Right. I've, I've, <clears throat> Thank you.
3: The but he is a he's a futurist. He's been talking about technology. He's a technologist futurist from like the 80s. He had a book that came out called uh, "The Age of Spiritual Machines." This is in like the 90s. This book. Essentially, he looks at his whole baseline is all right computing power is growing at x rate over time they say it doubles every year whatever that math is and he's like okay well if you're doubling we're here now by this point we'll be here therefore we'll be able to do x y and z this guy predicted everything like you were in the 90s he predicted everything that was going to happen till now it's bananas wow. you listen to these chapters in the book and it's like okay first it's like you won't you know no one will have like photographs anymore everything will be on a phone music won't live like on cds anymore or not on a phone but on the or computer digitally yeah you know and it just it, he didn't predict the iphone but he predicted like computing essentially mm-hmm. and the only thing that he was a little off on timeline wise was vr yeah Did he
2: think we'd be there now
3: yeah he thought like and in his defense, like it's just like no upstart. They've been talking about VR for 10, think, 15 years. I have a Don't theory about it. this guy. though.
4: What's, What's this? His? Don't defend him. He was wrong.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this idiot, I, <laughs> I this
0: have a theory guy. about VR. Cause I've given a lot of thought to it, uh, that it's like the problem with VR has been that no one really wants to close themselves off Mm -hmm. from the environment they're in there's something kind of like scary and about that like just sitting in your living room and not being able to see everything around you just feels like uh and then there's like kind of the weird you know motion sickness thing i think the reason why and i've always been bullish about ar as being more of the Mm -hmm. more of the breakthrough i think that the vision plus or whatever the fuck they call it i think they're kind of cracking that Mm -hmm. like i think from what i'm hearing they're sort of getting through so that this might actually finally be that move forward
2: um when i wrote so there was this magazine you might have seen some issues of it daniel called access that i wrote for it was that like glossy magazine it was national but it was out of san diego anyway um many years ago and they were like technology culture music uh, and they wanted. The, they had one of their parties at a virtual reality arcade. Did you guys ever go to one of those?
1: No, mm-hmm. so, I know it was so gimmicky
2: went. and like not, <laughs> not. It, all it was really was you would play a video game, but you put on a head thing. But it wasn't like, oh my god, I'm inside this game. It was just, but it was. It did close you off. And I don't know. I can't. I can't remember. I, I don't remember feeling like I've been transported to another world or anything. Yeah.
0: Hmm. I have I was always afraid like if I was al- home alone like some like a monster yeah gonna come up and, <laughs> and tickle my toes or something you know what I mean like I don't know what to But gonna- see
2: that's why cuz you wear your earbuds all the time
0: mm-hmm.
2: to to put distance between you and your family mm-hmm. but that's why I can't that, do that hope. all the time because I feel like like or if I'm walking or something like but I, I can feel like see. I need to well yeah
0: yeah like um I think the two things that I thought would be useful, I I finally was like, oh yeah, that would be good for VR would be watching movies. Yeah. So you could be in an IMAX at home, Mm -hmm. you know, you could literally just have the huge screen, the sound and everything. Uh, That would be really cool. Uh, And then um, I thought, wouldn't it be neat to have like a simulator of outer space to be like in bed? You could just be like looking around and be like, you know, orbiting earth or something. And so then I went on a, a, on, I was like, they must have that and they do and i watched a youtube video where it was like the footage of it and i was like in bed like looking and it was fucking terrifying and i never want to have that experience <laughs> again. so i was wrong but the movie thing absolutely like if the price came down it would almost be worth it just to be able to watch movies in cinerama
3: you know mm-hmm. like in your in your living room it's it's pretty remarkable i i mean i remember when we first moved to la like in tw- i like 2013 i would did like i acted in a, a greg uh benson and his wife did were doing do you know greg benson i, I, I feel so. like i know that name he's but great. i also
2: feel like everyone has a name like that
3: <laughs> he's a comedian he's done a bunch of stuff um uh, his wife did um oh for pete's sake forget it I, it doesn't matter they're great people but uh, they, they were doing a video that was like 3d and they shot with 3d cameras it was like a big deal i mean this was like 10 years ago Again, like there's no place to look at this stuff. Right. It's just like the technology. No one stepped up to do it. Like Google had Google Lens or those Google, Google, Google Glass. glasses that failed. That was like 15 years ago. You God, know, that there's was that nothing. Wow. Nothing's like taken, and this is the first foothold of like this could go right. And the thing I'm like most excited about is Kurzweil talks about in the book the idea of like. Putting these on and feeling like you're in the room with somebody. Yeah. And, you know, my wife travels all the time and there's a world where like, I would love to be like, have them at our house and she has some and like my daughter and I wear our glasses and we have dinner with her yeah. and it feels like we're together. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, I'm really looking forward to that. And I feel like that's like five years. If, <sighs> if this goes, I mean... I don't know. If those, even if she sends a video, that's like, "Hey, I'm here," and we feel like we're in the room with her.
2: We'd have a question. Yeah. This is going to sound like a, a dumb question, but why? How would it be different than FaceTime?
3: It just because it's like, um, because it's like full size. Like you're putting it into your eyes, so that it feels like full size person. Mm. It, yeah, you're not seeing anything other than. What's on
4: the screen in front of your eyes? So it, so
2: it would be like, it would seem like I'm looking at Daniel yes. right now and it would be like a hologram of your wife, just like.
4: Yeah, it would just well, be. If we're talking
0: about VR, it wouldn't be a hologram. It would be, it would be just like a scene and you'd see. uh, are about AR. See them. With AR, it would look, I guess it would be a. a, a Oh, right. That would be different. I, there, I think we're a ways from that. We're a ways from being able to have any kind of like AR with a person in the room. Cause that's, yeah, that's like, that would, I don't know how they would even but do I that. Mean, But I the,
3: mean, their thing is that they're essentially, the, all the cameras on the front of the, on the front of this thing are like taking video and looking at your space. Did you see the thing where it says like it uses sensors to get the idea of what materials are in the room so that for reverberations for sound? No. So, yeah. <sighs> so it's affecting. So when someone's talking to you on FaceTime, it's putting it's simulating. In, the, it's simulating your environment. So it's putting their voice through a filter that simulates your environment the, to it, make it sound like that. How in does the it even have here. the computing power to do all of that? It's. But I mean, you know, chips, that's. The computing power is everything, amazing, right? right? It's like all the chips are getting smaller and more powerful all the time. And so we're fi- and maybe, maybe that's what Apple was waiting for is like we need a chip to release something. Yeah. We need a chip that does this, this, and this. But yeah, so it's like sending out all these points of data. It's got cameras all on the outside. So it's looking at your space and then it's like taking in data about what's around you and making sound uh, changes, making video changes based on it. But it, like essentially it's your whole field of vision. So when you put them on, it's like you're just looking around. Yeah. Does that make That's sense? Neat. It's so, so when she's in there, she'll stay in one place and mm-hmm. I'll turn my head and she'll stay in the spot. It'll feel like I'm there with her. And potentially, you know, it's taking video of her surroundings. So I'm looking at her in her space. Essentially, I would join her in her place, and mm-hmm. she would join us in ours. It would be hard
4: to eat your dinner though.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like you can't see your food. Yeah, I don't. I think like that's right. the other thing that they're working on is like, like, um, like uh, do, you saw the thing where like somebody talks and and they. Like essentially, the video of that person in the room pokes through what it's the thing that's on the screen at the time. no, I haven't. Like there, I've watched all the. I'm like very overwhelmed with this. Yeah. Um. Also, we also noticed that it's all men, but everyone in the videos is a woman. Oh, is that right? See,
2: when you said she, your wife goes on tour a lot, so it'd be neat to have. I I thought you were going one direction, and then you said so you could have, and then Sam could put on the goggles. I'm like, oh, you're not in that direction. (laughs) <laughs> i mean i didn't think you're really saying for sex this would be good but obviously like, i mean that's I the think direction it's going
3: a hundred percent that's a piece of it i mean yeah. eventually will be of course
2: so, so it, wait if you're if she's in your environment and you're in her environment you mean when she's got the goggles on it's as if you and sam are where she is and when you guys are wearing them it's as if she is where you are so you're all together but having different experiences
3: actually in theory i i don't i don't really know how it will do it it might i mean there's also a world where you go like, hey, simulate me a place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, just create a room that we join in. So we're both experiencing the same place. We could be outside. We could be in a building. Yeah. We could, you could be in, be a in room. that
2: weird room from 2001. <laughs> I would it's just honestly be, yeah. the
3: word that goes up in a circle or whatever.
2: Oh, I, I was thinking like the one where it's like
3: oh, the
2: 14th century. Oh, yeah, oh, oh, oh. Where oh it's like, right. Yeah. That where he's Yeah.
0: So good. Mm-hmm. What were you going to say? Oh, um. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I think we're a ways from the AR just because the ability to capture your face when you're wearing the goggles. Have you seen that? No, what?
3: It does that. (laughs) Oh, it does. That's what's crazy. Uh, So it can. Wait,
1: what?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Betsy (laughs) Zanaro. It's like, that's one of the features is that it's crazy. There's one of the features is like, if you FaceTime with somebody, it looks like garbage, but like, if you FaceTime with somebody, it's using cameras of your face, and and when you move your eyes and whatever, it's doing that on the screen. So if someone's looking at your Facetime. You're wearing the goggles,
0: but they don't see the goggles. they
3: don't see the goggles. It simulates this part of your face where the goggles yeah, are. I, so I feel like it's this so th- weird. This is going to get
0: better over the years. And hundred percent. I'll just wait until it gets better. I mean, and cheaper.
3: It's going to get better and cheaper. I mean, that that's. I just know, like, I'm looking at five years. I just know yeah. that's how it goes. Yeah. Um. The like also when the iPhone first launched, there was like. I think there was like music on it. It was like essentially an iPod. So it had music. Mm -hmm. It had a calendar. Right. um, Mail. It had like a few apps. The end. And it was like, and it was mind blowing. Yeah. And, and I remember it was like two iterations before they had the app store. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you remember? I mean, I remember the first one being you could make it look like you were drinking a beer. Do you remember this one? Yeah, I, remember. I forgot about the that. The accelerometer, yeah. yeah. It, like, it, what it, was it? It just looked like a beer on the screen. Oh, it, it, yeah. It, it was <laughs> like the... The accelerometer like showed like the orientation of your phone, so you'd be like, "I'm just gonna drink this beer, ha ha ha," and you would download an app for that bit (laughs) that was over as soon as it started. Yeah, you do it one time. (laughs) I guess I'll delete
1: that. (laughs) But
2: (laughs) did you guys ever have on? Let's say I had this on my Mac Classic, some like a roommate or something put it on my computer where when you drag something to the trash it's oscar the grouch going because i love trash that <laughs> it's like, yum, w- yum.
0: that's back when you could <laughs> customize the sounds on your mac i guess so it's like you could ha- i remember you- my startup was like how from 2001 or something yeah they stopped letting you do that
3: shit yeah <laughs> was that like the the big uh green and purple and
2: no this was b- before that yeah. even it was the little the little mm. like very small screen where the whole thing was in that
3: the original yeah kind of
2: design Um, Apple 2 no the green one was like the G4 or something
3: it had a G in the name my friend had one in college I remember and I was just like in awe of it I loved it the colored one or the yeah yeah Yeah,
0: it was so cool well that was the first one that Steve Jobs when he came back I think he had
4: those
3: did you guys know I worked for Apple at an Apple store for years no No. oh yeah
4: that's that's why you started that's why you used to hate Christmas right yeah that's right Yeah.
1: (laughs) yeah
3: Like that's I think your relationship to me yeah. is only through Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Any knowledge you have of me in my life. Mm-hmm. And you've been married to Sarah for fifteen Christmases? Uh <laughs> 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 uh um, um, Yeah, I, I after Jesus times I left the church and I didn't know what I was gonna do. Or i like had gone on tour and then came home and I was like I didn't know what I was gonna do and I started Apple. Apple. I was like I liked Apple stuff, so I was like, I'll just work part time. I ended up there six years. Were you a genius? I I was so interested in it. And then I realized it's like no question the worst job in that store. Oh, really? Because everyone's like wants. They're unhappy? Everyone's miserable. miserable, They walk in angry. um, And, you know, it was also – I was there when it turned from – Being like everyone was like crazy about Apple and like fans of Apple. Anyone who walked in the store was a fan of Apple to like pop culture being Apple people who didn't give give a shit about the brand. They just wanted their iPod to work. Mm. Mm. So it was like early adopter shifted Mm. to just mass culture. Right. Interesting. And it was awful.
2: So wait, what happened around Christmas?
3: Oh, it just we had playlists, just
4: music playlists of just. Well, I'm sure probably extremely busy all the time too oh
3: it was miserable yeah Yeah, it was like it was married yeah so like all of my christmas songs are married to me being miserable behind a little (sighs) macbook pro where i was checking out a line that went out the mission viejo mall out of our store and down the hall just to ring up ipods
2: wait i feel like ben is the mission viejo mall Mm -hmm. uh is the parking like terraced
3: Hmm. there no there's like a parking structure Mm. i wonder what you're thinking about i don't know i'm
0: really happy we're finally talking about parking structures
2: <laughs> well we're talking about the mall
0: <laughs> have you noticed that there are no two parking structures that are identical they're like snowflakes there are no yeah you can, every- have, you
2: can have mirror images of each other. wait a minute is that true because i've definitely gone to the wrong parking structure and thought i was in the other one
0: i am convinced that none- i like i feel like every architect Reinvents the idea of a parking structure <laughs> when they created like you would That's think it's so the most true. standardized thing yeah. ever and it is not
3: Okay, You're like Derek just copy paste Yeah, it's easy. This it's one will make it easy and he's like no no no, I'm gonna I'm gonna make it nuts. Yeah, This one's gonna have
0: spiral thing that goes like a corkscrew through the middle and this one's gonna have <laughs> Like the one at the Westside Pavilion and uh, have you ever been to that, that mall over on like uh, Pico in West LA?
3: Uh, no, I, I oh, I think I know what you're talking about.
0: That parking yeah. structure is bananas. Like you, you go from the street. There's one ramp that goes all the way to the fourth floor, <laughs> straight to the fourth floor, while another one goes here, and then it's got like a spiral. It is <laughs> crazy. Uh, yeah.
2: Has anyone had this experience, or just me, who doesn't have a good sense of direction at all? I was in a parking structure. And I was trying to, I was in my car, I was trying to go down. And I just kept going in a circle. And I couldn't find the down. <laughs> and I, I began to despair, like, oh, my God, I'm never going to get out of this. That fe- That's the same feeling as when you can't find your car. And you're mm-hmm. like, I'm going to be here at nightfall. But I was like, I'm just going to be going in a circle. And then I don't know what happened. Finally, I went the other way and found it. But
3: Yeah, it can be overwhelming. I get those flashes of like, oh, there's no way out of here. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I get that
2: wrinkle in time
3: (laughs) (laughs) when I park at the airport parking, like like like, any of those places are like they're just huge, fifteen stories of parking, um, and it's impossible. Yeah, Yeah. you're like, oh, I park next to a Tesla, right? right? And then there's (laughs) the
0: one random, (laughs) (laughs) there's the one random lane that is actually the down ramp, but it's not clear until you're right on it it makes me the signage in those
3: places is like we all know like just put the show me really clearly where i'm at right yeah. for fuck's <laughs> sake paint it on the goddamn streets.
2: but then you know what's weird is like my mom never has trouble getting out of a parking structure never has trouble finding like she is it's just it's intuitive to her and it's the opposite it's
3: out to a tip to me. Do you think she designed
1: all that? Yeah.
2: I think Is maybe that, what's happening? that would answer some questions. Okay. Sh- okay,
3: that's why where you, where you brought it she,
2: up.
0: She subscribes yeah. to Parking Structure Quarterly.
2: <laughs> she has a guest column. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Structures I love. Yeah. Um, okay, so Todd and I were texting yesterday. Tony, don't get jealous, but we had a text exchange. Okay, okay. And <laughs> I was saying that we were considering taking the kids to the Natural History Museum. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, I didn't really feel like it because I was feeling extremely lazy. And I was hesitant to even... (laughs) I know. It's it's hard to imagine, right? (laughs) I was hesitant to tell Todd because I'm like, this guy works with wood. He owns a wood store. He probably is like, got to make hay while the sun shines or whatever. (laughs) And he's probably like, never wants to just take a load off. But then it turned out I was very wrong because he said his default is to want to just be lazy and stay in. Oh, yeah. Did you know this about him? Is he lying? I don't think I don't think
3: I knew
4: that. No. Does that but sound I, right to you? But I mean I can understand it cuz you uh you work know with you what? go to, yeah, you go to your job every I'm sure you work probably somewhat physical. I work
3: hard. Yeah. yeah. I'm not so bad. Yeah, no, I, I I but I was thinking that after we got off the text I was like you're like oh yeah, I like I default to wanting to be here and I'm like hell no, That's yeah, what like, you said. Oh, uh, yeah, I yeah, I I just want to be home. <laughs> yes. I'm a homebody. I don't want to and Sarah is like if she's inside for 20 minutes she's oh, no. losing her shit. And well, I'm like see, Dude, I want to binge that's watch. That's what I wanted.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, you were saying that your wife doesn't understand the concept of binge watching. Yeah,
3: it's like too much. <laughs>
2: How does that work? Because Daniel is also...
3: I don't want to do... I don't want to go. <laughs> yeah.
2: How does it work being married to someone who's the other kind of person?
3: You just go. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I ju- because, like... I don't know. Like... I guess I always have fun when I go out, but like, I definitely would prefer to be at home. Like I, I, but I, I do, after you texted me that I started thinking like someday, like when Sam's out of the house and like I retire or whatever, I'm going to watch a lot of TV (laughs) because like when we first got married, I don't think I had the power in my soul to be like, it's okay for you to not like it and me to like Mm. sitting around all day. Like I it's don't hard. need to. I'm not going to feel judged. Like I'm just going to do what I feel like. Mm-hmm. Uh, before I was like, I can't like have her think I'm worthless. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, now I can't wait to someday retire and just watch a lot of television. Yeah. So
2: is she a true extrovert?
3: No, she. That's the other thing. She just wants to go be in nature.
1: Oh, that's she's, a whole different oh, type of person. Oh, yeah. that's nightmare.
0: <laughs> oh my God, nature. Yeah, I grew she's... up with people forcing me into nature all the time. <laughs> did you really? Oh God, it was like hiking was like a... Th- like so many people, like hiking was a thing that they would want to do mm-hmm. all the time. I did so much fucking
3: hiking. <laughs> well, I don't understand it. Uh, when I was on Mushrooms, <laughs> you're supposed to like really love being outside. Like the outdoors is supposed to be like the thing with mushrooms. Mm-hmm. I was on mushrooms and all I wanted to do was go inside and be on a couch. That's it. Like, and everyone's like, what is happening with you? Like, it is, like, by and large, that's what people want to do is be outside. Yeah. (laughs) Even in that, I was like, (laughs) no, I I just, I want to be inside.
2: I, I've told this story before, but not in a long time. I think I fell in love with you because we were dating and we were walking toward your front door and like, Stuck on the wall by your front door was this little, like thin, like a leaf, and then there was like this, oh, those like bugs. S- there's this, like a, like a slimy oh, appendage, things, like man. wiggling out of it, like some kind of larva thing. And you're like, oh my god, nature is so disgusting. So
0: gross. <laughs> nature gives me the fucking. And I was really like, f-
2: yes, because you know, there's someone else who would be like, look at this wondrous life. Never figured out this what those bugs pod. were.
0: They were like, they they were like. I think maybe it was a larva,
2: a larval form of something disgusting. I don't know.
0: They looked like a brown leaf stuck to the wall, and then on each, and so they were sort of like oval, right, or like eye, almond shaped, and then on one end there was just like a little. It looked like maybe a little tongue or something <sighs> It was so
3: fucking nasty. I was just like, <laughs>
1: oh, <laughs>
3: "God, <laughs> man, I know it is like everything, everything in nature, like organic, is like." Either slimy and gross, or on its way to being slimy. Yeah, yes. <laughs> right. right. Most things want to be slimy and gross. Yeah. That's why I love concrete. <laughs> it's not. Now get you slime. deal with
2: wood. No, but wood, wood. But aren't there like? Do you ever find
3: disgusting I'm insects sure find in the, the wood? Yes, wood is gross. Has has? I mean, it's 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 got. It's wonderful. I, that's the other thing. I'm like in nature all day with wood. I love it. But, yeah. it, you know, you, you find in the stuff we're getting trees from like people's houses. So there's like rot in the middle. There's like mushrooms growing on everything. It's crazy. Like we just ran a whole load of lumber that had like mushrooms growing out of every which away. Oh, wow. Because it sat there for like well, it came off the saw and sat there for like five days and like mushrooms like in five days. Wow. It's crazy it grows really fast I, like nature wants to because it's like yeah. ready to start i mean that's how it's creating a microbial network I, it's like you know what i mean it's like mm-hmm. all right let's I, my job as a living tree is done now i'm going to start the communication with the other trees by plant well they've mushrooms.
0: just they've just there was a there's yeah. some studies recently where they uh i'm forgetting where the, where the studies came out of but um where they actually were able to witness the leaves of plants communicating with one another that, that, um, and they communicate through the releasing of, um, some sort of, I forget what they're fucking called, but, uh,
2: like pheromone, a leaf but like pheromone.
0: It, the idea is basically like if a plant is being eaten by a caterpillar, it sort of releases this thing and they've been able to, in a controlled setting, uh, have another plant that couldn't see what was happening, you know, wasn't like in any kind of, you mean a plant? A plant.
2: No, would, I know, but no plant will be able to see what's happening.
0: Well, but if you, if if there's no way for it to have any idea, like obviously we're talking about plants that don't have brains, but th- the to isolate the air from this and then you know have it that mm. air filter to the other plant, the other plant reacts
2: and does what though.
0: It's
3: they send warning signals. They
0: send warning signals. Something's wrong. It's like a scream. It's like, hey, something's wrong. They don't know why and they don't know like what they're it's saying to, to each other that that exactly. Pain. But we know we do know what they are communicating to each other. And
2: in response, what does the plant do?
0: Well, it so one of the things it can do. What'd you say? It runs. <laughs> so so actually it's interesting. So um if a plant... and this is in all cases, but in some cases when the plant is being like if there's a bunch of caterpillars let's say eating it it'll release these chemicals that become attractive to birds
1: mm. that will oh, come it's eat like-
0: the caterpillars so it's sending wow. a signal it's like it releases a thing it's like a self-defense mechanism but as well as
3: being a communication one it's, it's- crazy that
2: is it's crazy nuts.
3: do you know about the microbial network do you know what I'm talking about when I say well, that?
2: well the only thing I know about uh, I didn't watch The Last of Us
4: I haven't yet uh, but I did was see was that if- on the microbial network? <laughs> Yes. <laughs>
2: oh, we get that with that uh, Pluto, right? Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, it's free. Um, but Daniel did. So I caught a few scenes of just disgusting, like,
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, mushrooms growing out of someone's mouth. And anyway, so then around <sighs> that time, there were a fair amount of articles about how this is actually not just fiction. And it had to do with, like, the way that mushrooms communicate. Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Okay. So then I do know a tiny bit. Like
3: there's like a fungal, it's called a microbial, a microbial. No, nah, I'm thinking I'm not using the right words. Oh, sorry. Listener. Your listeners are going like this guy's an we idiot. We have a huge science listenership. I, clearly. I, I know that that's true. I should know this. from. There's like a book called The Secret Life of Trees. There's also a, a, a woman in a professor in the pacific northwest i think in vancouver who studies and has found all kinds of amazing stuff about like there's
0: miles of fungus that can communicate with each other over long long and certain
3: species of trees communicate and others aren't on the same network so like a pine and a i don't remember what the species are but it's like a pine and an ash tree can communicate but a walnut tree and this cedar can communicate Mm -hmm. it's something like that so the the different microbial microbial networks under the ground through the fungus is starting like just has a channel to each other and they're just talking shit about us here comes that dipshit but apparently like when a like a bear is scratching its back on a tree it's sending a message to the other like it's the 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 phrase that that. this person writes is something to the to to the idea of like it's sensing that you're in the forest like when you're walking through the trees are sensing that you're there what how how you want to say they don't see it or hear it or feel it um but they sense they they're aware that we are there uh, and it, it affects how they behave, what they, what they're doing, and that's why is I just want to go ahead. I just want to leave them
0: alone. Yeah, I man. don't want to bother them by Let walking those... through.
3: <laughs> Bro, take it easy. Yeah. <laughs> Have a
2: break. Yeah. Is this what that Rush song about trees is about? Sure you know there's What's a song about trees song? it's like in the timbers of fernario the oak tree something something i don't
1: know, so if I that, know that, sounds that sounds like, like a it. great song look it up
2: i think it's called trees or something like that
4: <laughs> rush trees
0: do you not know this
4: time yeah. the legend the
2: of i should absolutely okay. know yeah this. what are the lyrics
4: uh there is unrest in the forest, uh-huh. trouble with the trees, for the maples want more sunlight, and the oaks ignore their pleas. Is this a children's book?
3: <laughs> what it's if
2: It's probably like a an allegory,
3: this but maybe is... it's about
2: tree communication.
3: He's got the wisdom that we've all been waiting for. Geddy mm-hmm. Lee? Yeah. Is that, is that who it is? The singer's Geddy Lee? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I almost said it, and I was like, I think that's the bass player. Oh, you would have nailed it, man. Well, blew it. He is
0: the bass player.
3: Yeah. yeah. Is he? Yeah. And singer. Yeah. And singer. And, yeah. singer. Mm-hmm. and, singer. and? play some uh, synth also sure yeah i Man. just saw a picture of him on reddit somebody posted like getty lee as a kid like working for like international tractor in the place he grew up and he had b- like before he was like a bass legend he was like getty runs our uh, shipping receiving department <laughs> that
2: makes a- total sense right yeah, yeah. Wait, what else does it say <laughs> Is there Uh, any tree communication or any? Let's
4: see here. The trouble with the maples, and Mm -hmm. they're quite convinced they're right. They Mm -hmm. say the oaks are just too lofty, and they grab up all the light.
2: I feel like it might not really be about trees. (laughs) I don't know.
4: (laughs) But this is a children's book. (laughs) It sounds really good. It does. There is a line that says, as the maples scream oppression, in quotes, oppression.
2: Mm, So they're like really screaming it.
4: And the oaks just shake their heads. Fucking
0: oaks, man.
3: I don't know what Getty's getting at. Smash
0: Here. the oakyarchy. They say the oaks are
4: just too greedy. <laughs> we will make them give us light.
3: Oh, there's going to be
2: a revolution.
4: Oh, it ends with Now there's no more oak oppression, for they passed a noble law, and the trees are all kept equal by hatchet,
3: axe, and saw. What? Is this
2: about communism?
3: What? That's I can't it. get my head around what he's getting at. I, don't I, think I mean, I know. About
2: probably, it's probably about communism.
0: Or just the tall poppy thing, maybe.
2: Maybe, but it's about like a the, law and cut,
3: is that the thing? I don't know. Yeah. the thing that grows. What? Well, What's the
2: tall poppy syndrome? It's like, it's like you're not allowed it, to stand out and scan Cultures where if countries. you're
0: if you're uh, rise up above the rest, want to like chop it down. Mm-hmm.
2: But it's like the gu- in, in, A law was passed that makes it so that. No one can can be get excellent. More. Will you will you Google what this what people think I'm this a, about?
3: I'm a little afraid that it's about uh, uh, what's it called uh,
0: libertarianism.
3: No, what's the thing? Uh, what, what, sort
2: Objectivism.
3: Of, what's the I'm thing Rand? with like in colleges, is. like there are I can't affirmative I c- action. Thank you. That's what I'm afraid. Of. Oh, oh. It's, God. yeah, it's probably something like it's like annoying. But I
2: don't think that Rush has bad politics. Do they?
0: I I just wouldn't I be need- surprised. I don't know what their politics are. It wouldn't shock me if they're objective. like it's just
2: Yeah, doesn't it seem like prog rock and objectivism would go together? just and Kurzweil? Uh, yeah. And this and his <laughs> yeah, big they're clock.
3: All, <laughs> they're all they're all yeah. He just wants as many notes in one second as possible. Yes. That's what Getty Lee is interested in. Yeah. That's his politics. He has an
2: Instagram account called Getty Images. not that pretty? I heard
3: good. about that. Yeah. Where did I hear good. about that?
2: I think Marin. Maybe that's uh retweeted or, or no you know what marin was like sitting behind him on a plane and he tagged it in the post did you find what they think
4: um yes well apparently i and i forgot about this i say it but neil pert the drummer uh it was actually who wrote all their lyrics uh, oh i didn't know that yes and in an interview when the song came out he says this is a direct quote from him. The song's about a forest full of maple and oak trees. The maples begin to get up tight because the oaks are growing too big and tall and they're taking the, all the sunlight okay. away from them. All so right. they form a union endeavor to get the oaks chopped down to a reasonable size.
1: Did and you say they form a they, union? No subtext, yes. honey. But no, it literally <laughs> not, then not it either. says uh, in
4: 1980 in a Modern Drummer article... Uh, he was asked if the song has a deeper meaning, and he just straight up said no.
1: <laughs> that sounds right to me. Mm.
4: <laughs> that also, yeah, reads
2: all right.
4: True. I feel like he's
2: being cagey, I or maybe like, uh, he, maybe he's right.
0: Authors will sometimes do like uh, J.R.R. R. Tolkien. Why doesn't that sound right to me? That's right. Yeah, right. That's right. yeah. He, I Isn't
2: think J.R.R. R. Tolkien.
0: There's a couple R's in yeah. there. At least two, maybe At four. Least two. He packed them in. <laughs>
2: it's J.R.R. R. Martin Tolkien. Yes, Martin Tolkien. No, no. Not really.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: didn't he refu- Didn't he say that Lord of the Rings was not an allegory for like World War II, even though it's he? I think he, his son, or maybe he fought. I think his son may have fought in World War II, and, and it's so clearly, so obviously one. I, it always annoys me when they do that. Yeah, it's like just look. We can also make other interpretations. That's fine, but can you please just. Be honest about what you're writing about. So I have, it's
2: like, if I tell you what it's about, then it's going to limit your <laughs> I mean, interpretation. I, listen, of it. I can, and I just don't want to define it for you, man.
0: I, I can respect that, too. But it's just when it's so obvious, just yeah. be like, yeah, obviously. I mean, obviously, we just lived through World War Two. I wrote about World War Two, but it'll apply to other things.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I can understand why I, I do have, will never have this experience, but I can understand why if you're making art and you're making a thing, it would be annoying for people to be like, dumb it down for me. And you're like, I, yes. as an artist, have put a lot of time into choosing the words to say the thing I wanted to say. And this is the way I chose to say it. Yeah. Like, uh, artfully, this is what I'm doing. By all means, have at it. Like, make your own opinions. But I could see it being annoying. But also, like, when someone hits it, the nail on the head, you can't just go, like, well, well, oh, that's not it.
0: Or just say, like, I like, like what David Lynch will do, which is, like, hey, whatever you think. Like, mm-hmm. n- but don't mm-hmm. deny it. That's the problem I mm-hmm. have with it. I oh. totally respect, you know, you don't want to put an explanation under the painting about what it's that's about. Right, yeah. I get it. I get it. But, like, don't say it isn't. Yeah, yeah, That's right. Yeah. Come on.
2: Tony yes how was your tour tell us about it oh my
4: god uh, i was, know you a couple days were canceled right yeah the everything was great it, until the very end uh we were supposed to play two more shows we played boston the day we were playing boston uh we were supposed to go to buffalo the next day and then literally a travel ban to go to and from buffalo happened and there was a ter- terrible snowstorm and all that like because yeah the Football game that was supposed to happen playoffs like they had to push it back a whole day and everything Whoa. which so like if they did that that's pretty serious um so we literally couldn't go and then that then prevented us from going to Toronto where we were supposed to end um so yeah um so that was a bummer but uh the rest was really great um all the shows were super fun that the Boston show was uh honestly the highlight like it was the crowd was absolutely insane and so loud and uh it was it was the perfect ending um. So, in a way, it was nice the other ones didn't mm-hmm. happen because they would have had a lot to live up to. Um, but, yeah, everything was great. And a lot of the shows we played, because uh, this was a 20th anniversary for our first album. And uh, so. Which to, was, what was that one called? I Am the Movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, to kind of like, in the spirit of us Back in the day, although they were bigger, uh, we played some of those shows were a lot smaller than we normally play. Oh, that must have been um, exciting for the audience. Yeah, and it was and I think even smaller just, venues. Yeah, smaller venues. Um and not all of them, but a lot of them were. And uh and that just sometimes it yeah. you hear musicians say that a lot and you're like, why would that be more fun? But it really is. There's mm. just like an energy mm. in those rooms that right. just like doesn't happen when there's more people for usually for some reason. Because mm. um, like honestly, uh Whenever we play Nashville, Nashville crowds like that's kind of become like the hip city, mm-hmm. and like the crowds just kind of stand there and watch you, like, like they don't an really. LA crowd? Y- well, see, that's the thing. That's the reputation L.A. crowds have. We have always had great crowds okay. in L.A. and um, in right. Nashville. <laughs> Nashville is kind of what the L.A. reputation is for for us, anyways. Mm-hmm. And um, you think it's like a hipster thing? Gosh. I oh, There's a lot of industry there now yeah. too. And industry, I think. Yeah. When
0: when people say that about L.A., yeah, I think that does apply at shows where industry would be at those shows yeah, for sure. But you're probably not, you know, at this point in your career, it's not like, you know, now it's
4: fans, you know. So yeah, they're loving they're, they the still show. get mixed in there though too, because yeah, they they always find a way. I feel like, but um, but like yeah, mushrooms. But the, yes, but I think the Nashville show was the smallest of the tour, and then it was like, oh. This was great. Like let's always play a room like Where this. Where did you in play Nashville. in Nashville? The basement east. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's great. Which, yeah, apparently that place that place had a real uh extra shitty 2020. Because I think I forget the like COVID happened so they couldn't do anything. And I forget if it was before or after COVID it also got destroyed by a tornado apparently. Oh my <laughs> god. And so they had to like rebuild the place I guess and everything and now they're doing well. But
3: Nashville's eh. gotten hit with a lot of disasters. Yeah. There've been like floods, fires, there's been a bunch of things that have happened. Mhm. I remember there's like a warehouse that like I think Kebmo, the singer songer mm-hmm. Kebmo had like lost all these like his whole warehouse of all of his equipment was just gone. It just yeah, I mean like it's I'm not uh,
2: familiar with Kebmo.
3: Kebmo? He's great. It's like a blues guy, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. He's awesome, yeah. I, I feel like he's in soundtracks. You'd hear a song and be like, "Oh yeah!" Oh, like, I yeah, feel like he's probably. on every soundtrack. Okay. Yeah, he's awesome. But uh, yeah, Nashville's a weird. Nashville's a weird place. Yeah, it, I don't. It,
4: I admit I don't quite get it.
3: I think it's like it, it kind of like had a weird soul to start with, like the soul of like country western, mm-hmm. and then it like became an industry town for that, which sort of sucked the the soul out of it. Yeah and then it like now it's like it's like the east coast vegas oh really yeah like how like uh it's like where if you live in like georgia oh, or anywhere around like it's if you're you going go to a bachelor yeah. party or whatever mm. you go like lots of bars and yeah, lots of, yeah. Mm. it's got like and it's specifically that kind of like we're all going to like dress the same and, right. and drink ourselves stupid
2: it's interesting i have noticed a lot of people that like the, like our doctor at the fertility clinic, I follow her on Instagram, and like she went there with some girlfriends, and like it does seem like a lot of people are going there just for like a weekend just away departed. or whatever, or like they're having some business thing is going there. I remember on the episode that Dalton was on when you were not here, Tony, mm-hmm. Um, he was talking about how Nashville has changed, and it's just, there's so many people there now. Yep.
4: Yeah. Yeah. It became like the new hotspot. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I've I, I've been there a lot, but it's always, you know, in and out real quick. So yeah. maybe there's I just haven't gone to the right spots. Yeah. But yeah, what, I don't um, think it's for me.
2: What bands played with you guys?
4: Uh it was a band called the Gully Boys. Um <laughs> Really? Yeah. And it's a it's a uh well, two two they's in the band and two girls. Uh but yeah. Um, did they tour with you or do you get different groups they were on the whole tour and then there was a couple of other shows where there was a third band but most of the nights were just two bands which wow awesome! yeah
1: (laughs) that's great no local
4: uh like i said there was like a couple of shows we we there was a third but most of them were just that's crazy yeah and it's great did
2: were fans like why are they playing a small – like, did they know that you guys were going to be doing small venues and with only one other band usually? Uh, like, I wonder if they were like, what's going on?
4: Uh, I don't know. Nobody uh, asked about it that I'm aware of. But, I mean, you know, I'm sure they – most of them probably live or around that area and, and would know the venue. Right, so they probably right. knew what they were getting into. Although, actually, the, you say that about people going to Nashville uh, – our meet and greet that we did in Nashville, there were multiple people that came up to me that day. They were like, Oh yeah, we flew here from Orlando or whatever. It's like like a real thing. Yeah.
3: Um, that like when Nickel Creek did they were going to do their first shows back at the Ryman back after all these years, they booked these three shows and then uh, Chris and the band lost his voice and they had to like, and it was bad. Like he was on, they, they canceled the tour and like, he was like, Oh wow. Yeah. It was gnarly, but he got it all back and everything. But Um, It was like a big deal. Like people flew in from all over the place to Nashville. Mm -hmm. It's like people go to Nashville. I don't know. It's a travel city. It's like a weekend destination spot. It's very strange.
4: How does it compare to Memphis? I've only been to Memphis once ever. And it it was for a day. So I really didn't see much.
0: Memphis has like a real art culture there. I feel like Memphis has, in my mind, it's more bluesy. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. got a more of a soulful, Mm -hmm.
3: but I don't really know it it's definitely got like a, I know just from friends who have been around over there, like it's got like a deep, like, uh, art community, Mm -hmm. like, uh, and and like really great artists there, but it's also not a place like a ton of bands are from or anything. we have a few like great bands. Yeah. And it
4: seemed very old. That's the, my one memory is Mm -hmm. like, everything seemed very old, at least the area town I was in. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And Nashville feels very, everything feels new. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like it. It's fresh. It's, yeah, the downtown is like weird because it's like this ancient, like really cool. Like there are cool places. Downtown oh.
2: Nashville or yeah. Memphis.
3: Yeah, and they're like these really cool, like old bars where it's like you know, you know, Dolly Parton sang with Porter Wagner on that stage, you know, for four people. You know, there's like all these stories or whatever, and and it's an amazing place. But it, right next to it's like this, you know, uh, you know, Smart s- some copy paste restaurant, and yeah. you know, like it, it's very, it's very strange. Yeah, that's it, there's there's just no sold anymore it's like mm-hmm. sucked out but east nashville is like apparently where the hang is that's
4: what yeah some friends were there that i think they all said that's where they live yeah but yeah i don't even think i've been
3: to that part of town it's cool like there, there's some cool restaurants and yeah. little bars and stuff yeah uh but yeah
2: i am so averse to going out and doing anything it's just <laughs> hearing you say east nashville is where the hang is made me feel exhausted like Ooh, i was just yeah. like that sounds impenetrable impenetrable to me. I don't want to have to wait for a car. I'm just going to go back to the hotel. <laughs> I'm not even there. And I'm already like, guys, I'm getting more and more like that. I don't know. I don't think I can do
4: this. Yeah. I didn't. I really did not go out much at all on tour. Like it has changed very much <laughs> for me where like, and it's been, it took me 20 something years to figure this out, but I literally Kind of started doing on the last time we were on tour, but then this time I I just straight up started telling people that wanted to like hang out, even if it was family. I was like, I'm not going out for food before the show. Yeah. Because like it is not enjoyable for me because all I do, I lose all sense of time. And all I do is constantly look at my phone to see what time it is and see like how much time till I got to get back. And it just stresses me out. And it's not fun. It's not fun for the person I'm hanging out with. It's not fun for me. Yeah, and-
2: I have found n- not the same. But yeah. the times I've done Sketchfest, mm-hmm. and it's like, I'm in San Francisco. People I know are there. It's It should be fun. But before a show, I cannot be social.
4: Yeah. It's mm-hmm. just, it's
2: too stressful for me.
4: Yeah. And yeah. then afterward now, kind of the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, I'm gonna, it's like, I go to bed pretty fucking early these days at home. So like... There was well, our New Year's Eve show like we didn't go on until this was this was the only show like this. But I don't think we went on until like 1115 or something oh, like no. that. That's yeah. And I was like, I'm normally in bed for an hour by then. <gasps> yeah. Um, so what so, do you
2: drink coffee or like what do you do to get your energy up? Or are you uh, one of the people where drinking alcohol energizes you?
4: Uh, If I will, like alcohol like hard alcohol hard liquor will kind of energize me mm. beer really? beer kind of puts me to sleep these days but um but honestly and i know this sounds like the corny answer but like i can be Being
2: on stage energizes him it <laughs> it
4: does like i can, I can be tired no, and then cool. like the second like you walk out and yeah. you hear the crowd and stuff it just kind of like it just no, that makes sense. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how it
3: couldn't like that feels a hundred percent true have, to me. Yeah.
0: Have you ever done a show where you were dead tired and just struggled to keep the beat?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Cause I can just imagine myself the, just being <laughs> dun, dun, gish, gish,
0: <laughs> the immediate laugh.
4: I can't say that I have. No,
0: no, no. Look at you. Yeah have you ever I,
4: forgotten a drum part uh n- no not really i've definitely gotten to because i'm pretty much on the autopilot with a lot of the mm-hmm. stuff like it's just like muscle memory and stuff but occasionally there will be like the maybe i zone out a little too much and be like playing like wait is this the second chorus or the third chorus and like just have those little moments and then yeah. And I'm like, well, I gotta go for something here, and let's hope it's the right one. So things like that, but that's about it. Yeah.
2: yeah see, I would think being on autopilot would would be dangerous.
4: It works really well for me because I have noticed that the second I start thinking about what
0: I do, oh, okay. is when I fuck up. Uh-huh. Yeah, I have I, to just do it. I was thinking today. This is related uh, about. For, it started. I was thinking about how much my wife hates it when I whistle. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and,
2: I don't appreciate it. It's just, it's so, if you could whistle, if you could do like a baritone whistle.
0: Yeah. No. Anyway. <laughs> a baritone
2: whistle? Yeah. Is baritone low?
0: You can't go low with a whistle.
2: His, his, he's a soprano whistler. Oh. It's anyway, very high up.
0: For some reason, I can't whistle uh, on command. Uh, but I was, <laughs> no, but I was thinking about how amazing it is that you can, you can think of a, of a note and whistle it. Because yeah. your body knows exactly huh. how small to make your mouth, mm-hmm. how to do your. T- like, I've
4: had the same thought before. Right? Wow, like, yeah,
0: you're right. It's wild that you're so calibrated, so to that degree. And I was thinking about how, like, with learning an instrument, mm-hmm. um, that that's the that's the place you get to where it's like your your body just knows, like, if you're playing a trumpet, what an A is or a G or whatever. Like, you, so you're, and when you start to think about it you can't do it because it's not part of the intellectual mind anymore. It's part of that, like the way a whistle is or just talking, how you know where to put the tongue in your mouth to make a sound. You're not thinking about that. You just know it and it's perfectly calibrated. I was thinking that that's amazing is what I was thinking. I mean, it is pretty wonderful
4: in a way. I mean, it's kind of like talking sort of in Mm -hmm. a way, you know, you don't, think about that really Um, right that's what i'm saying like it
0: become for someone like you who's really really good you're not i would imagine because i'm not good at anything musical uh except except whistling whistling. (laughs) whistling. (laughs) god damn good at that um that yeah it's just like where you would to when you want to do an l in your mouth just like you don't thinking about it you just do it
4: yeah i've had people come up to me and like ask ask me about parts or something like or want me to show them how to do something and i'm like Oh, uh give me a few minutes. I don't I gotta think about it. And then sometimes I just can't. Like when uh, I like, or if I like, show me slowly how you do it. I'm like, I don't know if I can do it slowly. Did you
2: take drum lessons?
4: I did, but your not dad's till, a drummer, right? Yeah, my dad's a drummer and I was self-taught for um until like high school. I started taking some lessons in high
1: school. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah.
2: Um back to this obnoxious whistling. <laughs> Were you really thinking about how I hate it?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I was Pain whistling too strong. I, I, I was whistling something. And then I, I thought, well, at least Allison's not here to have to listen to this. And then I but then I was thinking, but it is amazing, right? Like, <laughs> like, I know the note, and then I whistle it. And I hit the note. Yeah, I don't like find the note.
2: What's your favorite thing to whistle?
0: I don't know. <laughs> Are we I mean, all going to have to answer this? <laughs> whistling is honestly what. Whistling is the most s- subconscious thing. I'm I, if I'm whistling, it's just because my I don't know. I never set out to whistle. It's not like a really. Yeah, I don't know. I think my da- I'm, I come from a long line of whistlers. <laughs>
4: <laughs> do you do it where like you like catch your like? Do you ever catch yourself and you're like, why the fuck is that when I'm whistling? Often,
2: i well, think that
0: <laughs> i think for me it's like i it's like my brain has a radio station in it there's always a fucking song yeah, and it. it's like when i don't want to sing it i'll end up whistling it because it's just like i'm hearing the song in my head it's
3: so it's so insane <laughs> that our brains grab that stuff and play it back mm-hmm. your ears aren't part of it right not all that which is so weird to think of a sound but, yes. but you're always thinking of the sound because yeah.
0: all you're doing is interpreting
3: the input. It, like it goes in as, and then your brain, I guess, categorizes it as data uh-huh. and just plays back the data. It's so weird. Yeah. But yeah, that, that your brain just is running songs. Yeah. It's so bizarre. I have it's Baby
2: strange. It's Cold Outside stuck in my head <laughs> all the time.
1: <laughs>
2: and it's making me wonder if there's some tones yes. in our environment that, like but in ours specifically yep. that are is it my phone or is it i don't know what it is but something yeah. is putting this that, or i'm cold i don't know i, but.
4: I have a similar thing but it's <laughs> two songs it actually hasn't been happening as much these days i feel like we've maybe talked about this before two songs <laughs> almost you, always in my head the kind of one of what, what is it <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm looking forward to this because there was a specific one that was in my head like 20 years ago, nonstop.
4: Yeah.
3: Shit, I know the song. It's making me crazy. I can't pull it. It's not Barracuda. It's... um. No, but it is a female
4: singer. Yes. yes. It's...
3: um. Shit.
4: Let's see if he can do it.
3: I can't remember. I can't remember.
4: Heaven is a place on earth.
3: <laughs> no, Ooh. Yeah. In my head
4: all the time. I don't know why. Really? And even weirder, the other one that I'll catch myself like humming or something if I only had a brain. <laughs> <laughs> so, see, that
2: sounds like something that you're like self-taught, like some kind of negative self-talk or something.
4: I, I don't know. Like
2: it also just, like, is like a pretty...
3: Yeah, just...
1: Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but that part.
2: Baby, yeah. it's cold. That's the, and that's where mine would go. <laughs>
3: what, what about heaven, place, heaven is a Place on Earth? What's the part you just... Ooh, ooh
1: baby, baby do you
2: know what that's right? Yeah. And so, you hit
3: the right note? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, probably. <laughs> Based I on our past experience.
2: <laughs> I had Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now hmm Starship. From Mannequin 2 on the yes. move? <laughs> oh, was it Mannequin 2? I thought it was Mannequin 1. You know what's... F- All right. <laughs> this shit is...
4: We- I, I have this, like... I swear I, like, make things happen. <laughs> like, because literally... Okay. Well, no, like, I'll talk about something or think about something, and then, like, the next day or later that day, it happens. Like, this exact conversation right now about whether it was in Mannequin <laughs> or Mannequin 2... Me and Flo had yesterday, I think. Wow.
2: That's so weird. Yes. <laughs> and what did you guys decide?
4: Uh, we didn't actually look because I'm pretty certain it's Mannequin 2. But I feel like right, let me let this me is see, the universe telling see. you, you
0: have to look it up. Yeah. yeah. Cause otherwise, tomorrow it's coming up again.
3: <laughs> By the way, uh, nothing's going to stop us now. Is that what you said the name mm-hmm, is? Yeah. Do you know what song I have in my head when you say that, Tony, that I thought it was? It, hmm. Nothing's gonna stop us now. at the end of Perfect that's Strangers. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought the song was, and then I was like, "Nope,
4: that's definitely no. the theme song to Perfect Strangers." Um, yeah, I have to apologize to you and Flo. It is from Mannequin. Wow, I thought it was Mannequin. How female. does it go?
2: And, and we can we build this dream, dream forever, oh, standing yeah. strong forever. Nothing's gonna stop us now. And if the world falls out of nowhere, we'll. <laughs>
3: Did you know? So you know all the words?
2: Um, I'm not sure I do actually, but I know many of them.
3: I would recommend. I find my brain loops songs I don't know the words to. Oh, maybe I need to. Ooh. What if
2: I read it, and then it's done? This one I'm it not. Might plagued, be solving it. I'm not plagued <laughs> by that one anymore. But that one would be like. Anytime there was silence, that song would pop into my head. It was like my brain's default setting for years and years and years. Hmm. And I remember telling coworkers about this at the OC Weekly. And so then my friend Rich would sing, um, we built the city on rock and roll. And I'm like, I'm not going to let him know that's the wrong one.
4: <laughs> yeah. uh, so on, on this note of, of kind of multiple things we're talking about, of humming songs and not knowing why I was, Earlier today, I caught myself multiple times humming that the uh, 90s song, "I Love You Always Forever." Oh god, <laughs> I don't know yeah. why. Oh, nothing, no. nothing. I didn't hear it. It just I feel came like I've heard that one recently. into my head. And then yeah. when I was driving here today, you heard it? No, but I was listening to Never Not Funny. Mm-hmm. and they were doing this thing where they were reading old billboard charts and the year they did was 1997 and the first fucking song they mention is oh, wow. that song
2: that's so whose song whose is that
4: i that was the question that i had earlier and it's it's a name i did not remember it's like kelly something kapowski yes kelly kapowski
3: <laughs> 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 that's
1: yeah, that's th- th- been
4: happening all the time to me
3: lately. i feel like i feel like it's getting that kind of stuff, I, I'm getting more and more convinced that the universe is just, it's its nothing. Like, yeah. we can just do whatever the fuck we feel like and make it happen. I, I'm, like, more and more, like, people who I know that just go out and grab the world and make it do the thing are fine. Like, it, yeah. they they do. Uh, like, people who are like, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. There's, like, almost, I, I know this sounds... It's almost like they're not working hard at it. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes you're like, well, they worked really hard and got there. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking of like people who like, I just know who like are in bands that are like known commodity bands or whatever. And I known them since they weren't in those bands. And it's not like they worked really hard at it. They're just convinced that's going to happen and they just will that shit. And it happens. I think there's some truth to that. I think, Like, I don't know, the the vision board stuff is too specific and Mm -hmm. too narrow. It doesn't really get to the heart of it. But there's something about, like, there are no fucking rules. Yeah. Like, we all are playing by these rules that, like, we assume are there. And that shit's not real. And the more we just go, like, I'm doing the thing is, this is what I'm going to do. And it happens. It happens regularly, I Mm -hmm. feel like.
0: I think people respond to people who believe something's true
3: the certainty they want to certainty certainty
0: certainty. belief in yourself like if Mm -hmm. you just believe in yourself like so much of like you know artists of whatever media who are successful uh the common thing is often just they they just believe in themselves and they believe that their art is really good and people respond accordingly it doesn't always mean that it is the best like you know, there's so many artists who are great, but they just have that they don't really believe in themselves and people kind of sense that or something. But if you just like in this been in, in, in film, like so many directors I know or I've known who've become really successful, who aren't talented, but just thought they were the, the God's gift. Like, people love that. They love giving money to those people. They love supporting those people. Always. You know, and in, in personal life, they're a nightmare. But when it's, like, an art project or something, it's, like, those are the people that get – they they move things forward. Mm-hmm. And, um, So in that sense, it's, like, just the – that's why a, a narcissist or someone is going to excel because they don't have that, like – Doubt mm-hmm. um, and people love that. The other thing is that if the universe is infinite and time is infinite, nothing fucking matters. So who cares? I just mean, yeah, anyway. just do whatever it gives a shit. There's <laughs> infinite variations
3: of this moment. Like, who cares? Fuck it. Have you heard this theory that like consciousness is uh, like that, that our brains are, that we don't create consciousness, but rather our brains have a an antenna that re- like understand like the consciousness that's around us. Mm-mm. The best description I heard, it, this is from another idea. This guy, uh, Rupert Sheldrake, which is the most British name. Yeah. <laughs> it suits this guy. He's like an Oxford guy. His name is goddamn Rupert Sheldrake. Sheldrake, Sheldrake. and Bumpercatch are the two guys. Like <laughs> w-
0: What's his Bumber- name? Benedict uh, Ru- B- Bernard, Cumber- Bernard. Was it Dick? Cucumber
3: patch,
1: <laughs> Benedict
2: Cumber. Uh, is it Cumberbatch?
1: Cumber, yeah, yeah Cumberbatch.
3: Mm-hmm. But he says he has, he has this theory. He's like an Oxford dude. He has this theory about um, uh, okay, this thing. I, I, it's gross. <laughs> he has a thing called morphic resonance. But essentially, it's the idea that uh, every each species has its own uh, like shared memory uh, and shared knowledge, and that <clears throat> it's it's crazy. The data on it's nuts. But it, like essentially, like. Um this uh, th- that uh, like okay there's a, there's a species of rat right that they do this water maze test with in like germany they start this th- this lab where they're testing the uh, speed of the them finishing this water maze they do the exact same swim
2: rat swim <laughs> that's swim.
3: Doing. the rats are swimming <laughs> so the rats nail it after a few a while they get better at it they do the same test a few months later after the rats have gotten faster in australia different rats not related not like familial not shared dna anything and those rats are faster than the ones when they started
2: oh yeah sort and of like when the person else. like broke the four minute mile and then a bunch of people were able to do it's, it
0: that 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 people explain as like oh once you understand it breaks your mental block but there's not like a
3: and the rats don't have saying knowledge might. of... He's saying that it's just like a shared knowledge, that mm. we're all kind of tapping into a shared memory. Like, memory isn't stored in our heads. Memory is stored outside.
2: That's so... so like Oh, in like a cloud.
3: Essentially, yeah. I mean, essentially that, like... I mean, I don't know. He's like, you know... The description he uses is that uh, he's like, you know, you can go like, well, this part of the brain, if you damage it, you don't have memories. And he's like, well, I can hit a tv with a hammer and it won't display uh the signal that was coming through the tv Mm -hmm. but the signal that was coming through the tv isn't the tv didn't create that content Mm -hmm. it's just displaying that content Mm -hmm. and so our brains kind of operate in the same way but like that this Mm -hmm. shared consciousness thing is like i think about it a lot uh that this idea that we're like there's like a a river of consciousness that we're all just sort of floating in and grabbing our antennas from Mm -hmm. the same stream. Well, it's
2: interesting because in some ways, of course, that is true. Like, you know, everyone, you know, rolls over, sits up, walks. All of that is like a shared knowledge. Although whether it's like inside the baby to do that or like in, you know, it's hard to parse, but...
0: I mean, I, I think it's true that, I mean, and not, not to get too into it, but like, I think that that's all fundamentally true that we huh. are all part of the same, like, you know, it's like, I think of it like w- there's a fabric uh-huh. and we're all just like little, you, you pinch some here, you pinch some here, but we're all connected. And so whether that's quantum field or whatever it is, but here's the thing that trips me out. Uh, we have, uh, scientists have been able to detect, and I think just within the last year, uh, gravitational waves um for I, I think this happened before like in in when looking at like neutron stars colliding uh we've been able to de- detect uh those gravitational waves but um the idea is that there are these waves that are created from a, events far off in outer space right um billions of light years away, those waves reach us and we can have, we can create these things that will actually physically detect those waves. And you think about that, like, well, but how could there be a wave if there's no medium for it to travel through? You can't have a wave in an an actual void. So the wave is waving something. The gravity is a wave through a medium. What is it? And they, they think I think they like it's whatever space like space time quantum field, whatever it is, but we're connected by that to the furthest star in the furthest galaxy. Like that just trips me
3: the fuck out. I mean, yeah, it the uh, what 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 is it like there's so much of the universe that's like an unknown Yeah uh like Mass that they're just like they don't it's like x they don't know what that is right and you're like oh that could be that yeah. <laughs> or could be part of that like there's a lot of uh, it's i mean you know the, the the whole thing with like the uaps now they're talking about like uh, what are
2: uaps uh oh, ufos
3: or whatever that they're they, they just had like They spoke to Congress about it. Oh, yes. This thing spotted off the coast or whatever. But like the idea that, uh, you know, somehow because these like these things just appear and then disappear like right away. And they're like, how is that possible? And there's talk of like, well, if there's such a thing as a gravitational wave, is it that they're like piercing through one essentially time traveling by piercing through one side of the gravitational wave (laughs) out the other? somehow i mean it's like it's all like wacky science that's not science but like just people riffing about it but yeah the consciousness thing like when we talk about like songs that are just floating around or like things happen three or four times Mm -hmm. it happens all the time Mm -hmm. and it's like okay there are such thing as coincidence and that that's possible but like repeatedly like that yeah it's just like what uh,
2: don't you interpret it as good luck don't you
0: that's yeah, just personally, if I, fi- if I find myself having a lot of those kinds of mm. moments, I-, I interpret it as me being on the right path.
3: Oh, interesting.
0: Like things, I am, I am doing things correctly. This is a signal from, you know, whatever, the universe that I'm like on that path. Huh. That so I'm, I'm fucking killing it. This yeah. is resonating with the
4: uh,
2: yeah. Yeah.
0: Like the universe resonates with you, right?
3: As you do you do. feel like you're in a good place? Uh, I am feeling pretty good right now, actually. Yeah. I'm going to hang out with Tony. I know. It's about fucking time. Bro. (laughs) Catch some of that consciousness.
2: Um, Let's do Podcast Pals Product Picks.
4: Podcast
1: Pals. (laughs) (laughs)
2: thank you todd do you have one everyone loved your recommendation of the like portable uh and they
3: immediately went on sale it's like amazon heard you yeah oh thank god Uh, what do i want Now i have to make something up um so i have one you ready yeah okay so years ago you know when you go to clean your uh, stainless steel in your kitchen and you have all the products and nothing works on that shit it's Mm -hmm. just like fingerprints on Mm -hmm. it it Mm -hmm. never goes away Mm-hmm. uh There's a stuff I don't understand what it is called e-cloth. e cloth. E cloth. E cloth. They're just rags. It's nothing magic. I can't figure out why it works, but it's you don't need like cleaner or anything. You a little bit of water, like a little bit of water, and it takes everything off huh. of stainless. Wow. I, it works on glass mirrors. I use it like you don't need, like I said, you don't need Windex or anything. You just. Rub it down, and it takes everything off, like, crystal clear. Oh I use God. it on my glasses. Allison's brain is pinging Do all Do you over
2: remember when I went insane over trying to get the streaks off the mirror? Yeah, I
3: was like,
0: insane over which thing? <laughs> <laughs> yes, she bought, like, every product.
2: I was going insane it was... over... I was, like... For some reason, I could not... All I could see in the mirror were the streaks. I mean, yeah, I know it's... that my reflection was behind that, but it just was so loud to my brain, and I was like, I have to find a way to get the streaks off the mirror, and I went nuts for a oh, little yeah. while.
3: I almost brought one. I have like a package. I almost brought one to, to share with you, uh, to give it to you so you could try it, but I forgot. I might have one in my backpack. I'll look before I leave. But yeah, it's uh, I, I, Ben and Julie, uh, Ben Blacker, uh-huh. Julie you recommended it years ago, and it I use it all the time.
2: What was the circumstance that
3: caused them to recommend this? I think our house was filthy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think I, I think I just was like, oh man, your your stainless looks clean. She's like, I have a thing.
1: Mm.
2: Wow, e cloth. We got to get some of these, Daniel. Mm-hmm. Tony, do you have something?
4: Um, sure. I uh, it was it was a Christmas present that I got. Um, it's very simple. I don't I I don't know the brand. I assume you can just get whatever, but. Uh, I suck at sleeping, and Flo got me a white noise machine. Ooh. Yes. And it's been really great. Like, I'm shocked at how much it's actually helping me. Um, So, yeah, short and sweet there. What like kind I said, I, I a, don't know. I don't know the brand. But describe what it looks like. It's just like a little white box, and it's got a, it several circular? buttons on it. Oh, no. no it's got like, buttons. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I would say make sure if if you are interested in something, because there's timers you can hit, but there's also like an infinity mode mm-hmm. or whatever so you can just leave it on and that's what i do and yeah it's been great
2: that sounds
0: great i think iphones may have a, a setting that
4: allows yeah you to do that they, too, i really. i sometimes had uh was was doing it trying it on my phone like find like because you can find like white noise on youtube or whatever no no, no i think i think
0: it's a setting
4: oh really yeah i think it's like a hidden in accessibility or something oh, really? you can
0: you can do white noise
2: here's the problem with that
0: mm-hmm. if i may but well, you got to keep it charged all night yeah
2: you got and you got to turn it up yeah. And then if you have your alarm set, it is going to blast
4: you. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And I yeah, when I was I was doing it on YouTube, I would pull it up and I would just turn my phone upside down and <laughs> leave it there. And the th- and there were multiple times it said like Twelve hours with no ads, and then like four AM, an ad starts playing. Oh my god, <laughs> it I was mean, the that's fucking
3: worst. Insane.
4: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was like, were these people? Was, was this like a practical joke?
3: No, they were trying to like, they,
4: they'll be asleep by
0: now,
3: so like, it's a subliminal. Ad. Oh, man, yeah. If you just whispered through that sucker, yeah. Yeah. you could maybe get away with something. E cloth,
1: e cloth. <laughs>
2: um, what about you, Daniel?
0: Well, I um, this is something I got for the boys. Um, If you have an old iPad that was before the newer iPads, where you can use the Apple Pencil, Mm -hmm. uh, it turns out um, that you can go on. You can get, you can buy the expensive Apple like first generation pencil. I think they'll work now, but they have cheap ones, knockoff ones. Uh, like twenty bucks, and they work great. I mean, there might be some features I haven't totally tested it out, but if you want and to use an Apple Pencil on one of those old iPads, uh, like you want to use Procreate or something like that on there, you you can now that with the updated software and one of these twenty dollars fucking and yeah, the boys were loving it. Um, so yeah, that would be mine.
2: Wonderful. These will all be, so if um, trying to think oh go to allison'slinks.com and you'll see uh, I don't I don't know if I called it uh, guest picks or guest product picks or podcast pal product picks. I forget specifically what I need to be just go to allison'slinks.com and then you can easily click to get to all of the guest picks. Let's do just mirror everyone.
3: Sometimes I ponder on
1: something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? I
2: actually have one. And I, was th- I i think I came up with this when we were driving home from the museum yesterday and it was dark. Mm. And I was remembering, so growing up in Southern California, we would go to Disneyland, um, you know, periodically. And the most fun ever. And then getting in the car, driving home, was the most depressing, kind of scary like, I felt like despondent, solemn, alone feeling in the whole world. And I don't know if that's just me or everyone, but it was like, I have not ever done ecstasy. But I remember talking to someone who was explaining what the cut that the comedown was so hard because it was like being pulled away from this, like, the, like, that's how it was being pulled away from Disneyland, (laughs) like, going back to my and I think it's a number of things. I think it's, being overstimulated probably like Disneyland was so much. And then it was like, I was just left with this, like all this stuff in my brain and I had trouble coming down, but also maybe like a whole day being devoted to paying attention to the kids with this is when I would go with my parents. And then just knowing that like we're receding from that magical, you know, I don't know. It was just, and I would always feel very freaked out in bed afterwards. Like just all the images from the day, like playing in my head, anyone else have this?
4: I'm, kind of like because I think for me sometimes it's like if it's something like that or like a vacation or whatever like I look forward to it for mm-hmm. so long and then so then when it's done yeah it's like very depressing and like yeah going home is yeah really like I got very bummed out coming back from Hawaii a few months ago
3: mm-hmm. Um but yeah so I, I kind of get it
2: yeah. yeah did you ever have that
3: <laughs> I, I, I this might be really bad I get that sometimes I'll, for no reason Oh yeah. Not related, just, oh, I, just no, I do despair. Too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Okay, good. Like
2: homesick. Yeah. But not but not for a home.
3: Just wild depression despair that hits like a ton of bricks and then cools off. Yeah. Does it, it just like hit you out of nowhere like out of, suddenly? I was driving here on the way here, was like, what's even happening here? <laughs> like what am I doing? Like yeah, everything That's it, how like, I feel when I come here. Dark. <laughs> just on the just on the freeway and and, like i just been driving through hollywood which always amazes me still like in la like to be here i've been here 10 years and i'm still like Look, I mean, fucking Hollywood. I know, it's insane, dude. The there's like thing. the
2: sign. There's like I know. I still borders. was not where I thought. I thought you meant amazes you. Like, what a
3: shithole. I mean that too. It's, it's also true, but it's like it's like a. Thi- it's like no, so that's crazy beautiful. to be in a city like like that's so iconic. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. with you. I
4: still kind of like every time I see the Hollywood sign. There's a part of me that's still kind of like. It's pretty
1: cool, yeah. It kind of like it's kind of funny to me. Like, I can't can't believe this, (laughs) yeah.
3: But, uh, but I immediately, like, after that, had this weird dark Mm, hit. I get that from time to time. I've not had it, I guess it's not the same thing. No,
2: it might be the same thing, just well, it doesn't sound exactly the same, but I get what you're talking about too.
3: Might be drops in the same chemical,
2: yes, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: but
2: do you did you ever get this feeling when you were a kid
0: i don't really relate i mean maybe my whole childhood was that feeling <laughs> <laughs> like i don't know we didn't go to disneyland and stuff so i don't know it was like I, I yeah no i don't but i i think i know what you're talking about
2: okay all right that's fine anyone else have one
0: uh i have one i don't know if it's really just me or everyone or just me or anyone um but every now and then i'll think about marilyn monroe and yeah, how i do s- that and oh wait sorry <laughs> yeah. you done. and how sad it is like so she's she's entombed uh in this cemetery that's like in westwood right behind a movie theater there's like this little cemetery and there's they are just you could just walk from the street you could just walk up and there she you know it's one of those things where the caskets in the wall you know mm-hmm. there's like, like a marble. mausoleum there's a marble yeah and uh so it's just so sad that you know it's not like a family plot she's not surrounded by loved ones except for fucking Hugh Hefner who bought the the one right like above her and you know before he died and so now she had to have that fucking world-class creepoid be like forever now right above her it's just oh, so sad to weird. me like that she's like oh it's so sad that she died and like that yeah she was alone and then this fucking dude is like i'm gonna have the fucking i'm for for eternity be right above you
4: <laughs> i've been watching there's a vice show about him right now it's called like the i forget like secrets of playboy or something like oh, that. that and it's about- it's a lot of yeah i i'd never heard i mean I assumed, but I'd never heard so many of these stories and it's yeah, it's pretty pretty shitty. Yeah. Yeah. But the show's interesting, but it's a bummer at the same time. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, mean, I think I'm the only one that thinks
0: about
3: this. Is that on the
2: microbial network? Where <laughs> <laughs> would I watch this? <laughs> I there's
3: no way that's the right terminology. I know I've blown it can't be microbial. I like I it, though. I feel like it could be. It is now. Fuck it.
2: Yeah. That's, that's
3: like does the, anything mean anything? That's like the MeUndies cloth is antimicrobial.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: oh, yes. I think oh, you're right. Oh, <laughs> yeah.
0: And so is the universe.
3: <laughs> now and we're getting there. somewhere. i about it.
2: Todd, do you have uh, just me I don't have one. That's I, okay.
3: I, I kind of, mine was the one about like this idea of like the tidal wave of like... What to be with your kids all the time, like, Mm. but being overwhelmed. Yes. So much of it. I think that's every parent. That's everyone. That's good. I feel better about myself.
2: (laughs) Tony, do you have one?
4: Uh, I can't remember if I did this before. I can only think of one. Uh, If I talked about if I am at a store uh, and I see something that I – like kind of want but i don't need it mm-hmm. and i uh but i'm interested but i'm you know i don't not dying to get it i will not buy it unless i see something else i'm going to buy
1: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> i don't if this is ringing a bell but i'm not sure
3: yeah I i'm not remember. sure
2: but now explain your what's your
4: thought process here oh
3: i don't know if there is one are, <laughs> why are you in the store if you're not there to buy something else that's a good point
4: sometimes you know just just out killing time sometimes got it um, I probably on tour wandering around somewhere. yeah there's a lot of that or like or even sometimes like at a record store or yeah. something like maybe i'm not there for something specific but i see something like, I kind of want this but i don't know if i care enough I, I have that yeah and it's like it's honestly i think it's as simple as like do i want to stand in line for yes. just this right, like, right. It's, it's that and even sometimes there's not even a line and i'll still be like i feel stupid buying just this Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Right. Because you can walk away from one thing, but two things. Yeah. Then yeah. it's like you're committed. It's,
4: yeah. It's like it's worth the time. Then. So I got. All right. I'm getting a couple things. So.
2: I'll if if you did mention it, then that I probably mentioned this one time that I went to Costco, and I had like four things in my hand, and then I was like, I'm not going to buy any of this, and I put it all back, and I walked out, and it was like, like you, Chariots of Fire should have been playing. <laughs> I was so proud of but myself. You just
0: earned a bunch of money.
2: Yeah. No, it wasn't even, it wasn't about the money though. If it was today, it'd be about the money. It was about the time. Mm
1: -hmm. Like
2: I, none of this is necessary to battle this crowd. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. I just, I I reclaimed my time.
0: Good for you, Senator.
2: Thank you. (laughs) Um, Speaking of reclaiming your time. (laughs) <laughs> well, you know, if I had sold it like the people Todd's talking about, like the Machiavellian psychopaths who just who just decide they're going to do what they want because nothing means anything, then I could have made that work, but I was trying to really drill down and think how is what I'm going to tell you about IE Patreon about reclaiming your time? But really, you should fill your ears and your eyes with stuff you love. And by that, I mean Patreon and Patreon. also my Substack, And also, this is my pitch to you guys, the listeners. I don't know if you've noticed. That was the first segue I did. My job as queen of Segways, I've become a bit rusty. And you know why? Because I do not have a lot of ads right now. Perhaps you've noticed it's just been so much content without the constant interruption of exciting, interesting ads. Um, and that is because there's been a bit of a downturn Industry wide, I have to believe it's industry wide, or else I will feel yeah. terrible about myself. Yeah, it is. Except that then I'll talk to people who are like, "Oh, really? I haven't noticed." And I'm yeah, like, you get talk- out of my face. Not
0: people, and it's it is industry wide. Yes, there might be like one or two that are somehow bucking the trend, but yeah. the the advertising thing is hitting everybody.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's rough. It is rough. As I said on the Monday show with Daniel, for the first time this show has truly turned into a labor of love. <laughs> and by that, I mean, I, it is not making money. Um, so uh, here is my request. If you like the show and you want to support the show and you are in a position to do so, I am now relying on support via Patreon and Substack. Again, if you're like, hey, bitch, I don't have any money either. I understand. And all you have to do, is nothing, but also like leave us a review or tell a friend or, you know, comment on stuff. If you have it in your, if you have the spoons <laughs> as a term. um But, you know, if you, but if you want to directly support, please. How am I doing, Daniel? I feel like I'm not good at this.
0: Oh, get to the point. <laughs> You're doing fine, honey.
2: Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Thank- oh my God. I got it. And, and I got it. And also Substack. You could just go to AllisonRosen.substack.com, where I am telling the never been written about story of uh, how I found out I was Jewish, which is a crazy story. Um, I would like to say hello and welcome to my patrons.
4: Allison wants to say thank you to a couple of special people
1: out there. to be new patrons, patreon.com
2: I would like to say hello and welcome to Laura Mallard, to Allison Vermilia and to aaron welcome you guys are killing it i love you thank you well this has been delightful everyone thank you so much um todd where might we find you
3: um you can find me up there on that instagram uh i'm just hanging out i'll give my plug to patreon for for allison's show
1: Patreon.
3: it's uh i have to say like Um, I I think this show is like really important to people. And I think what you guys do is like really important. Um, I, it's like, you know, if I, I, I'd say like, if you're a listener, I I know a lot of people who listen to your show and have for years. And if you're a listener, I'd say like, now's the time to jump on board and support. So anyway, uh, yeah, I'll give my, I'll, I'll send my, my plug there.
0: Thank you, <laughs>
3: but don't you have an album coming out soon or something? There's an EP. Oh, yeah, mentioned that. There. There's a God Collider EP. If you like hardcore, you got a big, deep hardcore death metal following. Yeah, <laughs>
2: I mean, I might. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um,
0: there's someone in our lives who's recently do- has dived deep into oh, yeah, death metal. Oh yeah, we'll turn him
2: on to God Collider, oh.
0: and we will. But also, I have never, I have never uh, ex- listened to death metal, and so I, it has gotten me. Whenever there's something like that where there's – I go, okay, I need to know about this. I'll find you know. some mu-
3: – I'll, I'll send you a playlist. Yeah, I do. Yeah, there's some good stuff out there these well, days. Well, because
0: I was like – I think I listened to uh, some old – like I looked it up and it was like some 80s originator of it.
3: And it, it was like – but that just sounds like 80s metal to me and I'm Is not – Is
2: Pantera like, death metal?
3: They're like just like a metal band, yeah. Okay. I want to hear
0: the the good new stuff. There's
3: like a lot of it's, – it's so crazy. It was like a dying uh, – so to speak uh, – uh, uh, genre it was like nothing it was gone and now it's like super active records coming out all the time it's crazy and uh and font no one can read yeah yeah splattery is is
2: mastodon
3: yeah they're like a metal there's like they're like a just like a metal band i would think i would call them i and here's the other thing is i have aged out of knowing all the details (laughs) there are sub 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 genres like when my band plays they're like well you guys are more like this type of this and this mixed with that I, I can't. That's I have a music no idea thing, though. Like all, it is. all the crazy little Ugh. yeah. Yeah, death metal has a billion it's a, very splintered. I love
0: that.
2: <laughs> what about you, Daniel?
0: Well, you can find me on Instagram or if you are living on the edge. <laughs> If you're adventurous, you can find me whispering into a sock on
4: threads. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do it. Uh, And uh,
0: I don't know. Yeah, like I, I just joined Letterboxd recently. Don't have much on there. Follow me on there. Maybe I'll write about movies and other things. Duolingo i'm learning japanese baby like find me there i don't know how you would <laughs>
3: but do it if there's a social element <laughs> makes no sense i follow you on venmo i love yes. your. i love your- oh, venmo. <laughs> <best> stuff. yes
2: <laughs> i can't believe we didn't talk about astrid did we talk about astrid on the last no I don't think we did okay we got to talk about astrid next time astrid is this is daniel's arch nemesis she is number one, and he's number two. Except well, sometimes he's weekly, number one. There's and,
0: weekly competitions yeah. on on Duolingo, and uh, it got it got intense. He
2: set a special alarm yesterday so that he could try to. I
0: thought I had. I don't want to spoil it. I thought I had the best strategy. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. Astrid, if you're out there,
4: <laughs> I got your number. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Tony, what about you?
4: Uh, Not much these days. I'm mostly just Instagram at Tony Thaxton. And yeah, just bizarre albums every Tuesday. And hey, yeah, I'll, I'll say it too join Allison's Patreon. Oh. She pays me.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: About that. No, just kidding. Um, thank you so much. Yeah, uh, everyone, thank you. And uh, follow me in, on all the places, etc. You can find everything at allisonslinks.com A-L-I-S-O-N-S, L-I-N-K-S.com. Thanks, everyone. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye.
1: Hey, do you know